1: Good morning and welcome to The Daily Oz. It's Friday the 12th of January. I'm Zara. I'm Sam. Donald Trump has been leading the news cycle when it comes to the Republican nominees for this year's presidential election. But in all that intensity of the election, one person has actually emerged as his biggest contender.
0: That's why I think you need a badass woman in
1: charge at the White House. (laughs) Nikki Haley could end up winning the Republican nomination for president. But who actually is she and... Could she really win against the former president? What would the US look like if she was elected as its next president? We'll let you know in today's Deep Dive, but first, Sam, the headlines.
0: Opposition leader Peter Dutton said Australians should boycott Woolworths after the retailer said it wouldn't be selling Australian-themed merchandise ahead of January twenty-six. Earlier this week, the Woolworths Group, which also owns Big W, said it wouldn't be stocking themed merch in either of its retailers after declining sales and broader community discussions. Dutton told Sydney radio station 2GB that he doesn't go to Woolworths stores to be told how I need to vote.
1: New South Wales police have appealed for witnesses after a 34-year-old man was shot dead by officers on the state's south coast this week. Police were called to a medical clinic in Nowra on Wednesday afternoon after reports a patient at the practice was armed with a gun. He died at the scene while no other injuries were reported. An independent review will investigate the incident as a report is prepared for the coroner.
0: Amazon will cut what it describes as several hundred jobs across its Prime Video and Amazon MGM Studios divisions. An employee memo from Mike Hopkins, who's the senior vice president of Prime Video and Amazon Studios, said the organization has, quote, identified opportunities to reduce or discontinue investments in certain areas. According to the memo, all impacted employees will be notified by the end of the week and receive redundancy payments and job seeking support.
1: And today's good news. For the first time, more than half of Germany's electricity grid is powered by renewables, after the share of electricity generated by renewables went up by 6.6% last year. More than 40% of the country's renewable energy sources came from offshore wind power and solar power. Germany is aiming to have 80% of its grid powered by renewables by 2030.
0: So, Zara, when we did our wrap-up of 2023, we mm-hmm. were asked... It was
1: like the last time I wasn't sick.
0: I know. You, you <laughs> sound slightly better than yesterday, not still Thanks 100%. to the team for
1: covering for me.
0: We were asked to make a bold prediction, and my prediction was about the US presidential election coming mm-hmm. up this year. And what I said was that Nikki Haley would win the Republican nomination, not as we're all kind of almost assuming Donald Trump... Over the break, she was in the news cycle more and more. And the Sam Kozlowski school of being (laughs) right continues. Can you walk me through who... Can you just
1: tell me what else you've been right about?
0: The Matildas would have an amazing year.
1: That was a foregone conclusion.
0: And I was right about that
1: you and I would be best friends. (laughs) Similarly foregone conclusion, but we'll go with it.
0: Before we get to Sam and Zara, Mm -hmm. can you walk me through who Nikki Haley is?
1: Yeah, it feels like since you your prediction. There has not been a day that I've not read about Nikki Haley in the news. I really feel like her campaign's been building momentum. Um, it's been on an upward trajectory. So let's go back a bit and start with her backstory. So Nikki Haley was born in South Carolina to Indian immigrants, who she says, constantly reminded her and her siblings of how blessed they were to live in America. She actually studied accounting at Clemson University in South Carolina, and she'd been doing the bookkeeping for her family's clothing business since she was 13 years old. Wow. Yeah. So another interesting fun fact about her, which you actually told me, and it's the most obscene fun fact, is that she convinced her husband to change his name. Yeah. Tell me about it. Well, You were the one that shouted yeah. this across the office yesterday. It's just one of the
0: most remarkable stories I've ever heard. That Tell me. She met her husband, who was called Bill Haley, mm-hmm. and one day she said to him, I think you just look like a Michael.
1: And no, but it was his middle name, wasn't it? It was his middle
0: yeah. name. She didn't just pluck a name. Yeah. It's not like I looked at you and go, I think you look like a Stephen. She said, I think you look like a Michael, and today he's known as Michael Haley.
1: Incredible influence, even if it is on one. She certainly else. knows
0: how to yeah, get an argument over the line.
1: Putting aside her personal politics for a second, her story then goes that she'd been working as an accountant at a recycling company, and that's when she decided to enter politics. She ran for South Carolina's House of Reps in 2004, and then successfully ran to become the state's Republican governor in 2010. She was seen as a bit of an outsider at the time, but she did win the race and repeated her victory then, four years later, in 2014. Mm -hmm. In doing so, she became South Carolina's first female governor and America's first female governor of colour. That was a title that she shared with New Mexico's governor who was elected in the same year. She was also sworn in as the country's youngest governor at the age of 38. So she's quite used to being the first in these rooms.
0: So she was in South Carolina politics for quite a while then, over a decade. What would she be remembered for in that period of her career?
1: Look, I think it's always crude to assess somebody's entire political career, but it's fair to say that the biggest thing I think that she dealt with was the 2015 Charleston massacre. That was when a white supremacist opened fire at a church, killing nine black people, and the shooter posed in front of the Confederate flag, which was a Civil War-era symbol of South Carolina's pro-slavery history. At the time, Haley called for the flag to be removed from the state's legislative building. However, she attracted criticism in 2019 when she said that the flag had once represented service, sacrifice and heritage.
0: So she spent that time as South Carolina's governor, what did she do after that?
1: So when Donald Trump was elected president in 2016, he asked her to be the US ambassador to the United Nations, and I think that's when she really entered the kind of popular conscience a bit. So he gave up her position as governor and then became ambassador. As we all know, Trump was quite sceptical of foreign institutions like the UN. So Nikki Haley was the person that was basically sent out to deliver Trump's anti-globalist agenda. So it included things like removing the US from the 2015 Paris Agreement and the UN Human Rights Council, which she said was an ineffective institution. Ultimately, Nikki Haley wasn't really in this job for very long. She stepped down after less than two years as ambassador, and to this day she hasn't really given a very clear reason as to why she did that.
0: Okay, so Trump nominated Nikki Haley as the UN ambassador mm-hmm. back in 2016. Does that mean that they're on the same kind of political alignment?
1: <sighs> I mean, usually that is what that would mean, but, I, you know, today in US politics, who really knows? So... um, No, is the short answer. Nikki Haley has actually come out as one of very few high-profile Republicans to criticise Trump. So in 2019, she wrote a memoir and she said that she was deeply disturbed by Trump's comments, insisting that there were fine people on both sides. That was, of course, in response to the 2017 Charlottesville riots where a white supremacist killed a woman. And during her presidential campaign, she's criticised Trump quite openly many times, saying things like he was good at breaking things when he was president. Uh, So she hasn't held back. I think it's fair to say that if there were a spectrum of republicanism in its traditional sense, she would be closer to the center than someone like a Donald Trump.
0: And I guess one way to really show that you don't like somebody is to run against them for president. That is one way. And that brings us to today, right?
1: Yeah. So last February, Nikki Haley confirmed that she was running for the Republican nomination for president. So just a quick recap, you need to win the Republican nomination before you can be the Republican candidate who will be the opponent of Joe Biden. When she announced her candidacy, she asked voters to put a badass woman in the White House and said that she would represent a generational change.
0: And how's that campaign gone? You said before that you've seen her in the news cycle mm. all the time. Is that a good thing? Is is she... Got a lot of support behind her.
1: So she started out not really having a high poll rating, but her standing has steadily grown over time. She's had many viral moments like this.
0: Honestly, every time I hear you, I feel a little bit dumber for what you say.
1: She's quite clear that her main policy area would be tax reform and restricting spending. So she's really interested in this fiscal space. On foreign policy, she's called China the biggest threat to America's national security. She's promised to continue providing funds and relief in Ukraine's war against Russia and she's promised to bring in the Trump-era laws limiting asylum seekers arriving from Mexico. She's also been noticed by some big backers too. So We know that's
0: a huge part of how these things work.
1: Massive. So the major Republican lobby group, it's called Americans for Prosperity Action, it's announced that it is backing Haley's campaign and has praised her for positive vision. The New York Times has also reported that the co-founder of LinkedIn, Reid Hoffman, has so far spent $370,000 on Haley's campaign. So it's fair to say she's being noticed. So
0: Nikki Haley is not the only person running against Donald Trump. No, I'm pretty sure that we
1: did a podcast last year who is Ron DeSantis because at that point he was seen as the biggest risk To Donald Trump.
0: And interestingly, the two of them faced off yesterday in a CNN televised Mm. debate. Chris Christie was the other person who was in the running. He dropped out of the race yesterday. (laughs) So I guess the big question is getting narrower and narrower to answer. Mm. Can Nikki Haley beat Donald Trump for the Republican nomination?
1: If one is to read polls strictly, then it is unlikely. Uh, The polling is not in her favour. It's showing that Donald Trump, if everything goes his way... Um, would win the Republican nomination. But her popularity is rising, like quite steadily. And as I said before, we've got other contenders who were seen as the kind of next big thing before who are having their popularity decrease. So the fact that she's going the other way I think is important. Trump is the clear frontrunner through and through, but he is facing many, many legal challenges in many forms and while I don't think that the criminal charges against him will amount to enough that he won't win the Republican nomination, I do think those two efforts in Colorado and Maine to disqualify him from the ballot...
0: Because of his involvement in January 6th. Yeah,
1: if the Supreme Court doesn't overturn those decisions, which they very well could and it would seem likely they would, but say that doesn't happen then Donald Trump would face a very difficult road to the presidency and in that case it could be possible that Nikki Haley takes out the Republican nomination.
0: One of the really interesting moments of this race is going to be if Nikki Haley continues this run that her and Donald Trump will have to be on the same stage at some point. Mm. I mean there is a world when they don't face off in a Republican nomination debate but it's likely if they're the top two that they will. And And we haven't
1: seen Donald Trump in those scenarios this election cycle.
0: But when the two of them come head-to-head, that could be really interesting. We'll keep an eye on Nikki Haley, Donald Trump, Ron DeSantis, and indeed the entire United States of America in what is a huge year for the country and the world. That's all we've got time for on today's episode of The Daily Oz. We'll be back again on Monday morning. Until then, have a great weekend.